There are any number of reasons you might consider selling your home. To move closer to family, live within a smaller budget, or just wanting a change of scenery. Whatever your reasons, having to figure out all the various housing market trends in your area may not be what you signed up for. That's where an agent who is a Realtor comes in. Realtors have the expertise to help you find the right price and navigate the process to sell your home in a way that's right for you. That's who we are. Realtors are members of the National Association of Realtors. Hey, real quick, this episode is brought to you by Progressive, where drivers who save by switching save nearly $750 on average. Plus, auto customers qualify for an average of 7 discounts. Quote now at Progressive.com to see if you could save. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates, national average 12-month savings of $744 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2022 and May 2023. Potential savings will vary. Discounts not available in all states and situations. Hello, hello, and welcome to the new Mindset Who Dis podcast. My name is Case Kenny at Kenny on Instagram. And this is my weekly podcast where I create short, no BS episodes dedicated to helping you be the person you're meant to be, leave your comfort zone, and live a fulfilling and purposeful life. Let's go. Welcome to episode 112, 112. Uh, excited for this episode as always. I think I think this episode is going to help you. I really do. I think it's going to help you deal with your insecurities. And I think doing that in particular in life is literally the, the best, most powerful, most impactful thing you can do for yourself. Uh, I really do. So I've got a couple thoughts on this, a couple personal experiences at minimum. Maybe you could just laugh at me uh, because I think I've been pretty open with my own insecurities and that's made for some funny moments, uh, embarrassing moments for me, but funny nonetheless. Um, so I've got that. I've got some really specific thoughts on how to address those insecurities in your life. Uh, and I'm going to hop into it in just a second, but wanted to do a, a quick update for you. You might have noticed that I stopped doing sponsors lately, and that's for a really good reason uh, in that I'm coming out with something really soon um, that I'm creating, that I'm building, that I'm going to want to promote, that I'm going to want to tell you about because I'm really excited about it. It means a lot to me. It's very personal. Uh, It's something of my own, and I think you'll love it. So I don't want to be promoting a bunch of other random things uh, with that coming out. So more on that pretty soon, but, but stay tuned hopefully in the next month, month and a half at most. Uh, In the meantime, though, I have nothing really to ask of you. Uh, I appreciate you all so much. Uh, And all I would ask, if there is anything, is that you just share the show with a friend if you're enjoying it, if you're finding value in it. um, Just share it with a friend. Tell them to subscribe. Send them the link. DM it to them, text them, email it to them, and tell them to hit subscribe again. I do these episodes twice a week. It really does help the show grow, so I appreciate it. And it means a lot when I hear from people that, you know, they found the podcast through a friend or something like that. So thank you so, so much. 
And as always, of course, you can hit me up on Instagram at case.kenny. Let me know what you're thinking. Let me know if you have any requests for episodes. That's always the best way to get a hold of me. I will respond to you. Sometimes it takes some time. If you really want to chat, just DM me a couple times in a row. It'll bump it up in my inbox. Um, so check me out there at case.kenny. DM me, like, comment, whatever. Or if you're just curious what I'm like, what I look like, what I'm all about, you can just check me out there. So Getting right into it. Um, so I'll say I'll I'll start this episode by saying that the other night I was out, I was out on a date, which is uh, what a sight for me. I don't really do that. I'm coming out of retirement out here trying to find me a wife. Uh, but anyway, I met this girl on an app on one of the dating apps, and apparently on the app I had my height listed. That's one of the things I guess you included. Uh, anyway, I, has, I had my height listed and I had it listed as 6'3 because that that's how tall I am uh, or at least how tall I thought I was. Um, but apparently I've been living a lie, a massive lie. This girl, <laughs> uh, bless her heart, I guess, uh, called me out. and I was like, hey, I don't, I don't think you're 6'3. And so for literally hours that night, we argued about my height because I firmly stand by the fact that I am 6'3. Uh, so, like, we had that conversation. Uh, but anyway, the next day, I had, I guess, a moment of existential height crisis. Um, you know, maybe I'm not really 6'3". Maybe I've been living a lie my entire life. Everything could change. So, I got my handy-dandy tape measure out. And lo and behold, I'm 6'2". 6'2", <laughs> apparently. So, can you believe it? I had to sit down for a bit because of that one. I guess I've been living a lie and I'm sure how this happened. I can't believe I'm even telling you this, but what a lie. I'm 6'2". And then I, you know, I'm discussing this with this girl. Apparently, I don't even know what that means. I don't even know what an inch means. <laughs> so, that brought up an entire another set of questions, if you know what I mean. But we'll move on from that. But uh, it was kind of eye-opening, you know. Uh, and I'm by no means insecure about my height or anything like that. I've literally given no thought. I couldn't care less. But in that moment... I kind of understood why we sometimes let our insecurities hold us back. And I'm talking insecurities about anything and everything. Silly little things like height, like oh, the good side and the bad side of our face, our hands. Like, do I have man hands? Do I have tiny hands? Uh, things like that. I once had a friend who allegedly stopped going out with a girl because she had really pointy elbows. So there you go, elbows, that that poor girl. Uh, or the other day, my friend Danny, um, dude is always texting me, but we were in a meeting together and he texted me and he goes, uh, he said he wanted to introduce me to his hair stylist, barber or whatever. He goes, and this is the quote, he goes, between us, you were butchered at your last haircut. You have great hair. You have responsibility to farm and harvest what you've got up there. I'm going to introduce you to Jimmy, his hair guy. So in that moment, there you go. Another potential insecurity, my apparently really bad haircut. Um, you know, point being though, insecurities are ever present in our life. And those are silly, of course. And then there's bigger ones, obviously, like personality insecurities. I'm not smart enough. I'm not capable. I'm not funny enough. I'm too shy. I'm not entertaining. Things like that. Per personally, I've been told that when people don't know me, uh, that I come across <laughs> from a distance as a bit of a tool, I've been told. Or that I've also been told that if someone doesn't know me and we just meet for the first time, like maybe I can come off as a bit awkward. Things like that, you know, insecurities. And if I'm honest, I think I used to really let those insecurities bother me. They, they bothered me a lot. But I never voiced them. You know, why would I voice them? I never wanted to call attention to the things that I wanted to hide. 
So I did just that. I hid them. I buried them down there, buried them deep down there, right next to bad haircuts and skinny legs and, and all that. But I think as with most things that I talk about on the podcast over the past couple of years, I've made some really big moves in my life in addressing the things that I've typically hidden. I've made some really big moves in regards to surfacing thoughts and feelings and emotions and insecurities that I never wanted to look at directly because through that, I was, you know, I was silently allowing them to hold me back. And in retrospect, that's been a a real bonehead move, (laughs) like for real. You know, it's led me to do the opposite of those things, not voice myself, not be true to myself, have this kind of overwhelming and irrational fear of rejection. But a couple of years ago, I kind of changed that for myself. And like so many other people, I ended up reading uh, a book, Mark Manson by Mark Manson. It's the subtle art of not giving a fuck. I'm sure you've heard of it. And that kind of changed my mindset when it came to insecurities. And you might be thinking that you know what I'm about to say, but I'm not going to say that I learned that I need to stop caring or stop giving a fuck about them. Uh, it's kind of the opposite, in fact, in, it, because in the book, there's a line and he says the following. He says, being open with your insecurities paradoxically makes you more confident and charismatic around others. That's it. And then that right there has been the key to me coming to own my own insecurities and in fact, stepping into who I really am just being open about them, being like, yo, look at this bad haircut. Like, hey, I'm only 6'2". Hey, I'm awkward. Like, here I am. Hey, real quick, this show is sponsored by BetterHelp. And, you know, if you're like me, you're always wishing for more time in life, right? Like, I wish I had more time. I wish I had more time to do blank. I wish, I wish, I wish. And as much as practically having a couple more hours in a day would be cool, a bit more time to do what we love instead of jobs and responsibilities, it begs the question, what would we do with that time? Not just wishful, I want more time, but for what? What would I do with that time? What really matters to me? What brings me joy? What enhances my life instead of just filling time and space with? Well, to answer that question, I think therapy can help. Therapy can help you find what matters so you can do more of it. And if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash new mindset today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash new mindset. Hey, real quick, this episode is sponsored by Hero Bread. And something I'm into lately, as simple as it sounds, is toast. A nice toasted piece of bread, so simple, maybe some butter, maybe some jam, but just toast. It's the best. But as someone who is making an effort to invest in my health and fitness and diet, the carb fear is real. And the result is I don't get to enjoy a nice piece of toast as often or as guilt-free as I'd like. So I'm definitely grateful for Hero Bread. Their bread options have zero to one grams of net carbs, zero grams sugar, and it's high in fiber. It's got the same soft, fluffy experience you love when enjoying a BLT or a burrito or a burger or toast. And they were kind enough to send me some loaves and I can attest to it being the same experience I crave, but now guilt-free. They also sent me some tortillas, which are great. They have bread loaves, buns, biscuits, tortillas, anything to match your bread cravings. So don't give up on being a breadhead. Hero Bread is offering 10% off your order. Go to hero.co and use code newmindset at checkout. That's newmindset at h-e-r-o dot c-o. 
Um, I'm being quite literal in saying that. And more on that in a second, more on what it means to voice your insecurities. But first, and to kind of help you get to that point, there's something that I think is really important that I've learned. And it's that life isn't what I always thought it was. You know, life isn't broken into parts. It's not you're born, then you're in your childhood, then you're a teenager, then you're an adult, and so on and so on. It's not broken up like that. I mean, yes, it is as far as age and school and those events and science and whatever. But outside of that, it really is quite fluid. And in respect to that, to be like, oh, you know, just wait until I'm a bit older or just wait until I'm a more of a mature adult, you know, then I'll be confident in who I am and then I'll really own myself. Like, I think that line of thinking is a huge waste of time. It did me a huge disservice to think that time will take care of your insecurities um, it's right, I suppose, like it will, but I don't want to wait until I'm 50 to be like, all right, hey, I'm here, let's do this. I'm finally secure in who I am. I don't want to wait. I'm impatient. I, mean, I want to do that today because I've realized that until you are like that, until you truly own your shit like that, you are not free. You're really not. You're holding yourself back. It's this idea of opportunity cost. If you've heard of this concept, I think it's a economics a term. But it basically is a term that describes the loss of potential gain from other alternatives when one alternative is chosen over another, a.k.a. the more time you spend hiding your insecurities, you're in effect choosing to hold yourself back rather than living. Like the time you spend hiding your insecurities, the time you spend living behind those things and those fears is time that you could have spent vocalizing them, living them, shouting them from a mountain. Because I know that sounds weird, but I think that's literally what it takes to get over them. That's what it takes to get over your fear of rejection, of not being good enough or whatever. You know, there is nobody in the world who can save you from yourself. Like time cannot save you from yourself. Someone else cannot. You've got to do it yourself. Only you can do that and only you can get over your fear of rejection because at the end of the day, I think that is what insecurities are all about. If you have to think about it, you know, you have insecurities. Okay, cool. Things that you, uh, things about yourself that you're not proud of, that you want to hide because you're afraid that those things will result in you getting rejected. You're not insecure because of the, the thing. You're insecure because of what you think it will do to you, which is being rejected. You know, being rejected because you're shy or you have a weird laugh or you have big ears or whatever. Or being rejected because you're not smart enough, pretty enough, funny enough, well-spoken enough, confident enough, whatever. That's what I think it's all about. And I think to get over your fear of rejection, I think you have to do two things. Really, it's only two things. And it comes back to insecurities. First, you have to vocalize your insecurities. And it's a big thing, but it's really easy. Like I'm literally just talking about speaking them out into the universe. I think it's that simple because when you take those thoughts, those insecurities, and you take them out of your head and you put them out into the world, I found that it really changes things because they're no longer these deep, scary things that you're burying, that you're embarrassed about to the extent that you don't even want to acknowledge them. You know, you can all of a sudden say them, project them out into the world. And when you do that, I promise you that you'll become more comfortable with them, like in big, big ways. You know, it might it might feel awkward, like why the fuck am I doing this? But it will change you. I am so, so confident in that because how you see the world, how you see the world is not how everyone else sees the world. How you see yourself is not how everyone else sees you. And that's why I think it's so important for you to get those insecurities out of your head 
and out of your heart because people don't think the same way you do. People don't care in the same way you do. And I think you need to prove that to yourself. That is what will move you to get over your insecurities. You have to see how other people react to your insecurities because it will show you that despite what you think, despite your deepest fears, despite how big you've built these things up in your head to be, they're really not a big deal. (laughs) People don't care. Your insecurities are your insecurities. They're not a big deal. You're making them a big deal by assuming that people think they're a big deal. I think that's overly simplified, but it makes sense to me, you know? Trust me when I say that people do not think your insecurities are a big deal. At minimum, I think people are attracted to to other people who own their shit. They're attracted to people who will say, well, apparently I'm awkward or hey, just a heads up, I'm awkward or or hey, just the, that's my bad side. My left side's my good side. Or yeah, to be honest, I really don't know what I'm talking about right now, but I'm doing it. Or, hey, I'm a terrible singer. Or, hey, my voice sounds really weird. Or, hey, I'm not athletic. Or, I sweat a lot. Or, I have small boobs. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> I'm projecting here. You know, literally just saying it will prove this to you. Literally shouting it from a mountain on a date, in a meeting, to a friend, with family, whatever. You know, I think you have to be willing to put yourself out there because it's incredibly, incredibly effective in making you realize that those things are not a big deal. And that leads to the second part of the equation in addressing fear of rejection. And admittedly, I, I'm, not a, I'm not perfect here. I mean, who, who in their right mind is 100% cool and chill with being rejected? <laughs> Shit hurts, man. You know, sometimes I need a good cry to get, get over a no. But the thing that I've learned is that rejection will not kill you. It really won't. 100% it will not. And I promise you that's the Case Kenny money back guarantee. I think a big part of our fear of rejection is worrying what other people will think about that rejection. And as I just said, people don't care. They're too consumed with themselves. So forget that. Okay. And I think something really important that I've realized comes from this idea of rejection from both ends of the spectrum, failure and success, rejection and success. And that Rejection doesn't kill you in the same way that a small success doesn't make your life great. You know, getting promoted, that's awesome. Going out on a date, hitting off with someone, that's awesome. Getting a compliment is awesome. But that those things don't make your life. And your life consists of dozens and hundreds of those things. It's a small drop in the water, right? And it's the same way with rejection. Rejection doesn't make or break your life. It's a small drop in the water. It doesn't kill you. It's not the end in the same way that a positive, a success, a win doesn't make your life. I think life is found in the middle. Life is found in what you do between winning and losing, between being rejected and going for it. It's all fluid. And I think it's in that realization that has really propelled me into realizing that life isn't as high stakes as we make it, as we think it is. Rejection, you know, being told no, being denied, being denied that kiss, being told you're not a good fit for a job, being told you're not good enough, you're not a good enough writer, not a talented enough musician or podcaster or anything. It isn't as high stakes as you think. Certainly doesn't doesn't kill you. I think we can agree on that. And I promise you that if you don't agree, you just have to take my word for it. At minimum, though, and within the context of your insecurities, I want you to realize something even further. It's that Someone else's opinion of you only holds weight if you give it weight. The the second that you voice your insecurity, though, the second that you voice your fear, you take that weight from them. You own it. You own that insecurity and you remove some deep-seated, ambiguous fear that you have of rejection. As a result, it's gone. It's a big win. 
you know, two birds with one stone. Goodbye insecurities, goodbye fear of rejection. And I think that's really important. The second that you voice it, you take that weight away. And I think that's really, really important. But I think it's also important to recognize that you're allowed to have insecurities in your life. If you're like, man, I got insecurities. Case is just perfect. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. No. <laughs> I just voice them. You know, the having insecurities is being human. You're allowed to think about those insecurities. Yeah. You're allowed to, f- allowed to feel those butterflies in your stomach in a moment where you're deciding to put yourself out there. Yeah. And you should be that way. But what you shouldn't do is hide those feelings, bury those feelings, hide behind those feelings. The more you hide, the more they become you, the more the heavier they become, the more weight they carry, and then the more you allow them to affect your decision making. And as I'm sure you'd agree, they only serve to make your fear of rejection worse. So this is a short episode, but I want you to listen to this podcast and find the next nearest, soonest opportunity you can to vocalize something you're insecure about. It could be a small one. It could be a big one. You could tell it to a friend. You could tell it to a random person on a date, to your boss, to your mom, whoever. But I just want, I want you just to do it. I want you to say it. And you could say it in a really <laughs> serious way. Hey, I want you to sit down. Or you could make it a joke. Whatever you do, do it with intention and just own it. <laughs> I used to do this thing with my friend, Seth. Um, we've kind of grown apart, but uh, this was years ago. At the time, I would, I would always try to purposely embarrass him because he would do the same to me and there's this ongoing thing we do. And I, I would always do this thing where I'd introduce him to people and be like, hey, what's up, guys? This is my friend, Seth. He has really big nipples. <laughs> it was always funny, I think. Uh, but it was also true. He did have big nipples. But um, not sure if it was an insecurity of his or not. But like, that's how direct I want you to be. You own those things that you're insecure about. And don't hide from it. Be like, hey, I'm Case. Yeah, I've got a really bad haircut. Hey, I'm Case. I'm going to be awkward for a minute until we get to know each other. Hey, I'm Case. To be honest, I'm not sure about what I'm talking about right now, but here goes. Hey, I'm Case. Yeah, I'm probably going to say dude a lot, so sorry about that. (laughs) Whatever. You know, say it, get it out there, and I promise you that rejection will no longer have such a hold on you. You'll no longer feel that weight on you, and you'll feel more free. I promise you that. So that's it. I'm going to leave it right there. Hope you enjoyed this episode. If you did, I'd love it if you'd share it with a friend, share it with someone who doesn't care, who doesn't have that weight, who owns everything about themselves. Or on the flip side, share it with someone who needs just a little push to put themselves out there a bit more. Let me know what you think on Instagram at case.kenny. Let me know on Instagram if there's anyone you want me to have on the podcast. I mentioned this before, but I'm starting to do a couple guests, really specific people that I think could bring a lot of value to the show. So if there's someone on your mind, DM it to me on Instagram and I'll check them out. But I appreciate all the feedback, all the ratings and reviews, all the shares, everything. You guys are simply amazing. So until next episode, I'm out. up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot 
for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. In a fast-paced world, every day brings new challenges and new opportunities. At Strayer University, we know a thing or two about getting and staying ahead of change. For over 130 years, we've been providing students like you with innovative tools and customized support. So you can find your way forward and always keep striving. Visit Strayer.edu to learn more. Strayer University is certified to operate in Virginia by CHEV and has many campuses, including at 2121 15th Street North in Arlington, Virginia.